What is going on, everybody? It is Sarmo. Man, I'm so excited. I've been wanting to launch this podcast for a long time, but I'm finally getting to it. On this first episode, we have a lady named Isabella from Colombia, lives in Colombia. And man, she has some stuff to uncover because the media is not telling the entire story of what is happening with the protests and the riots. You're going to want to listen to this entire thing. It's the first episode. Welcome to the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. Alright, so we have Isabella on today. This is my first podcast that I've ever done, so I'm excited <laughs> to have Isabella here. She lives in Bogota, Colombia. She has her own podcast as well called The Different Mindset. She's a journalist, a writer, a content creator, um, and she is, you know, she's pushing against the narrative in Colombia. We were going to originally do an Instagram Live, but right now times in Colombia are crazy and dangerous and so we thought that we would just do a podcast because uh, we can get more information out without people threatening Isabella. <laughs> yeah. So Isabella, I'm glad to have you on. Thank you so much. No, thank you, Jordan. I'm very grateful, grateful that you invite me and I'm happy to be here. I love it. So let's just get into it. So obviously this past week we had, you know, all these videos started trending that I'm seeing online and I'm seeing you know, and I even posted some of these videos where and a lot of people are basically calling for help. They're saying that the government and the military in Colombia is murdering their own people. You're seeing a lot of celebrities talk about this. Um, and the first thing I, I did right away was, I, you know, I started I made a couple posts and then people started sending me all these videos and all this information. Um, and I started started talking to – I've talked to now five people. You're actually the sixth person that I've talked to that lives in Colombia. And every single person that I've talked to have given a different narrative of they're saying that the media is lying and that what's being portrayed in to- the story that's being told by the mainstream media is not what is actually happening in Colombia. So if you can give me – because we have – this is what I know from okay. from the people that I've talked to. You have – the president of Colombia and the president's administration, he introduced a tax reform bill that was a really big bill, and you mm-hmm. can go in, we can go into the details of what this bill is. Um, but from what I'm what I'm being told is that this bill that this bill is, um, I mean, you, there's like tolls and free education and free health. There's all this free stuff in this bill that, you know, and this is why I want to have you on because I want you to explain what this is. Um, yeah, but you. But the thing is that. The, the thing is that the bill wasn't even uh, put on already in the Congress. I mean, they was just presented to the public, of course, strategi- strategically. They were presented that to the public, but that uh, the, um, the reform was not actually in the Congress. Can you see me? I lost you. No, I see you. Okay, <laughs> the, the video. All right, so the the um, reform was not presented to the Congress. And, of course, every single reform in the country has to be presented to the Congress first. And that uh, reform just born, and it was already dead because nobody supported, right? But um, people were starting to protesting, already knowing 
uh, well, people d don't didn't know, but already knowing that the the, um, the reform was not going to be actually put in the Congress because nobody was going to vote in favor, uh, no party was going to vote vote in favor for that reform. But the country actually needs a reform because we have like a a, a national debt, right? But the thing is that they are not they are not decreasing the national spend, and instead they are increasing the national spend, and they are promising uh, like like um, rent. Uh, how do you say that? Ingreso solidario, like a rent, uh, so like a rent monthly yeah. rent for everybody. Yes. You know, like, like your, a stipend, like a stimulus checks. Like the stimulus yep. checks that they gave you that was a very socialist policy, socialist yep. policy. The same they want to do uh, here, but. Actually, they are charging uh, the, that money since last year, and they never told anybody. They are just taking that money from our accounts. So since last year, I've been paying for that stimulus checks, and nobody's getting the money. So, okay, so what you're saying is that Colombia has been taking the stimulus checks and not giving them to the people and stealing from the people. Exactly, of course, because, I mean, they're, they're saying they're giving that money and the name is Ingreso Solidario, uh, Solidary Rent, you know, that's the name of the right. of the policy. And, of course, in their reform, there's a lot of other policies. One of them was, like, to in, um, start taxing people who earn, like, uh, less than $1,000 a year, $1,000 a month, sorry. So they were trying to tax, uh, one of the policies was to try to tax people who earn less than $1,000 a month, like $800 so, a month. So would, so would you say to start this, is the, the president, the government of Colombia, is it corrupt? Of course. Yeah, of course. It is, okay, mean, so it's, it's, a very, it's a very corrupt government. And what I'm being told, even from, from both sides, that people don't, do people respect the police in Colombia, um, is the police? I mean, are they respected? Do are they corrupt? You know, I was told a story that a lot of people they just no one conservatives and uh, per, people on the left in Colombia they none of them really respect the police because you know if you get a ticket in Colombia you can give them ten thousand pesos and you can get off exactly. with your ticket. Exactly. Um, there's really no law and order in Colombia right now, and the president proposed this bill. The people were mad about it. They, both sides, I mean, it seemed like everyone. Now, did you agree with the protests in the beginning? Of course. The thing is that, uh, I, I mean, I'm never, I'm not a big supporter of protests in general because I don't think that that solves anything. I, right. I mean, from back experience in this country, uh, there's never been a protest that actually solves something in this country. So I'm not a big fan. But I always said, like, okay, if someone is going to protest against against tax, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> you know, like if someone says, like, hey, let's go to protest against this tax reform, and I was like, of course, we have to do that. You know, and but so everybody got into that and start supporting it. Because we were like, we of course we don't want this. But the thing is that the reform was never going to be applied because it was already dead. Because uh, when they presented, no party supported. And if you want to actually um, do the reform, you have to have the, a lot of parties of the Congress supporting it. And no party was supporting it. So it was already dead. So the purpose of protesting was, I mean, it doesn't have any purpose because 
even if you go outside protest against the reform, it was already dead, the reform. I don't know if I'm Got explaining it. Yeah, to no, myself. No, that, to- that totally makes sense. So the, the reform bill is dead. The government, from what I'm being told or what I'm seeing, they've kind of rescinded. They've backed off. The people got what they want in essence, um, but they're still protesting. Exactly. So why are people still protesting now? Um, Yeah, why are people still protesting now if the bill has been rescinded? Okay, so what is happening right now in Colombia is very similar to what what happened uh, in 2019 in Chile. It's the exact yep. same tactic. So in Chile, what happened is that they raised the price of the system transportation, right? And everybody was mad about that. But Chile, Chile, Colombia, and Brazil are like the only three countries countries in Latin America that has a little bit of freedom, you know, that has a little bit of capitalism. Actually, Chile is one of the countries that uh, are in the top 15 countries with more freedom, you know? So, I mean, Chile actually last year, or well, in 2019, Chile was ranking 15 in terms of economic freedom. So he was like over Norway or Denmark. So, I mean, they were doing pretty well. But what happened? This speech of inequality and everybody deserves to have everything and there's it's not fair that the rich have a lot and the poor have nothing. So that speech got into Chile, right? And yep. the same speech and the same tactic is applying here in Colombia. Because in Colombia, you have a lot of... I mean, Colombia is an amazing country and it's very particular because we have... We are... We have a, little, uh, a lot of elements that are that goes around this country. First, we are very Christian. You know, here in Colombia, right. there's a lot of Catholic people. Uh, we uh, we there's a lot. I mean, the the power of the people who believe in God. I mean, that's that's important. If you want to, the reason why the United States of America is the United States of America is because it has a lot of people who believe in God, and I think that's like one of the most important reasons that yes. a country is able to succeed. You know, so in Colombia, you have a lot of people that believes in God and, and Christians and all that. But also, you have a lot of people that is very entrepreneurial, you know, in here in Colombia, well, J Balvin, Shakira, Rappi, all these applications, all these tech companies that are appearing right now. Um, well, it's because we have like a, this, this um, sole entrepreneurial sole, you know. Right. But the thing is that there's a lot of poverty. There's a lot of poverty. And... In not well in the major cities, of course, as well, but in parts of the country that the state is not involved in the country, so there's a lot of poverty and, of course, a lot of inequality due to what? Due to high tax, of course, and due to exactly and due to high taxes and due to high spend and, of course, due to high corruption, because that's like the the math that people don't do. Like if you raise the taxes and and if you uh, increase this, the national spend, well, of course, politicians are going to have more money in their pockets to steal from us. 
And right. that's like common sense, but people don't understand. So you're that. saying, so, so you're saying what happened in Chile, Chile is the exact same thing that is happening in Colombia now. It's the exact now. same thing, and that uh, I mean, that's not like spontaneous. No, 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 nothing that is happening in Latin America and in and in the United States is spontaneous. None of it. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's, planned. it's it's all planned, and they are following. I don't know if you know this author that is called Felix Guattari. It's a no. uh, French author. Well, he's the author of a book that is called The Revolution, The Molecular Revolution. Go ahead and check it out. It's yep. and those and that book states and proposes what is happening right now. A molecular revolution where you have a lot of people um, fighting for their interest and they just yep. get in together for that common good, the, well, that common purpose, of course not good, that common purpose, that is to put a progressive, a left-wing a communist in the country, which is Pedro, right? Okay, so, so the, yeah, so let's talk about, let's talk about that then. So, I mean, what is the history? Because, you know, you were saying earlier, um, before we hopped on this this uh, podcast, that, you know, that, that one of the biggest lies is that the president of Colombia or... Um, the, there's a powerful. What's the name of the? There's a powerful politician that yeah, basically Alvaro, puts his Alvaro thumb Uribe on the Vélez. scale. What's his name? Alvaro Uribe. Yep. Vélez. Okay. Alvaro. And he and he is the one that actually endorsed the current president of the of uh, Colombia. Correct. Yes. Now is the current president of Colombia? Is he in, is he implementing socialist pol policies? Even yes. though he comes across as a capitalist, right? Because everything I'm seeing online is it's a right wing government. It's no. a right wing government, no. and that's what everyone. That's, that's the big the lie. That's, that's the, the big, big lie. lie. That's the big lie. So, uh, Alberto Rivelis is the most important politician in this country. Is the most important politician in this country. He's like a, a phenomenon. And, and what is his the, role right now? He's an ex president, uh, and he was just a senator right now. Right now, actually. He was arrested last year. <laughs> he was arrested wow. last year uh, because of some um, some false testimonies and well, and, uh, it's a very complex situation. But he got arrested. Of course, he's not going to jail, but he's like in his home. And so he was the most voted senator, of course, because he's been he's been the figure that it's putting all the presidents. Uh, since 2010 so his presidency wow. was between 2002 and 2010 right because he got reelected, and then he put the other president because we trusted him and then he now put put the the, the current president that we have and all by the the, the the speech of telling everybody hey capitalism more jobs um less taxes less reforms less regulations to workers let's help and the workers just a big lie because of course we have a little bit as i've been telling you before i mean we chile brazil that's why latin america is so important because there's like a strategic geographically you know so uh chile it's was doing very good due to capitalist policies right of course they're not like the most free they're not singapore or hong kong you know but they have a little bit of freedom and that's why they have been they have been able to create wealth so so we do i mean in this country we had a little bit of freedom but we still have a lot of 
taxes and a lot right. of corruption. But people think, but people think that uh, in order to uh, eliminate, to erase corruption, we have to put Petro. That is a big, serious communist. I mean, he's a declared communist. So we have Alvaro Uribe, who inside is not a capitalist. I mean, I wouldn't say he's a communist, but he is not a capitalist. He's uh, like a progressive. He's like a social democrat. He's like, um, because he promotes, he's been since 2002, that was his presidency, he's been promoting policies, uh, progressive policies, socialist policies, to increase taxes, to wow. regulate the jobs, to add uh, primas, uh, a, a lot of stuff that um, uh, that doesn't help the entrepreneur and the companies to grow. So in 2010, uh, he told us, he told everybody, because he gained our trust, right? Because we are doing better. And we are doing better because he killed a lot of the a lot of the important leaders from Las FARC. He killed a lot of them. And, and, who, is the, and who is the FARC? FARC is the guerrilla, like the... Mar- it's a Marxist guerrilla in this so, country. Okay, so they are basically the Marxist you know, leftist agenda of Colombia. I mean, the the terrorism and uh, all the drug problems and the cocaine and all that uh, come from La Guerrilla, the the guerrilla from Las Farc. And LN. And we have like a different guerrillas. And all of them are Marxist. All of them are guerrilla, Marxist guerrillas. And so the thing is that the father of, um, of Alvaro Uribe, was killed by one of these uh, guerrillas, right? Okay. So he took revenge from that, and he started uh, to weaken out the guerrilla. And that's why we also had this, like, uh, we started to be more prosperous in terms of economy, right? Yep. Because we, I mean, since the guerrilla was getting, like, weakened, weakened, I don't know how to say that. Sorry. Yeah, the, you guys are, <laughs> the the gorilla was getting weakened. Exactly. And, yeah, and because of that, their agenda was not actually being able to be pushed pushed in. Exactly. No, and the thing is that we were getting like more trust from other countries. That's why we get more like invest, and we were able to grow as a country, right? Right. So that was all thanks to him, right? So you have in 2010. Uh, 70% of the people approved his government, Alvaro Uribe. Yeah, so he had, a, he had a, this president had an approval rating of 70%. Yes, 70% of the people, wow. we approved him. Because he, he actually did a good presidency. Right. Despite of having progressive policies, he actually did a good presidency in terms of, of weakening the guerrilla. Got it. Okay, so then... Uh, he told us, hey, you have to vote for this guy. Uh, and this guy was Juan Manuel Santos. He was Which the is next. the current president now. No, no, no. This is the president the between 2010 and 2018. 18. 2010 and 2018. Exactly. And 2000, in between okay. 2018 and 2022 is the current president that we have right now. That is Duque. 
So gotcha. um, Juan Manuel Santos, he told us to vote for him, right? He was his minister of defense. So we'd say, hey, you know what? We trust you because we all love you because we, I mean, we are a better country thanks to you. So thank you. So we voted for him, right? And the thing is that he turns out to be the most communist in the world. And he turns the, out the to... The current president of Colombia. No, Juan Manuel Santos. Oh, okay. The, Santos. The, the last, the, I mean, the last one before the current one. Okay. So Santos, you have Uribe. The pre, yeah, the, pre, the previous president. Exactly. Uribe, 2002 to 2010. Santos, 2010 to 2018. And Duque, 2018 to 22. Right? Okay, so... 2022. So, so who is behind... These current protests, because, like you said, Venezuela. Really? Yeah, <laughs> Venezuela. Okay, so I've been telling you. Okay, so this 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 strategic is the revolution, the molecular revolution. That's the strategy. The strategy is to do a, a molecular revolution where you have like a lot of people fighting for different rights, and so you don't have like a clear object to attack. Right? I, believe, so I believe that's what we call in the States the color revolution. Exactly. Yeah. That could be something like that. So you have that because, I mean, it's molecular because you don't have like one molecule where you can attack and just destroy. No, you have a lot of molecules who are very diverse and think very different and are asking for different things. So you cannot please them and you cannot attack them in any way. So it's very hard to, to stop it. I mean, this wow. is not going to stop. This is going to stop and the, until they put Petro in the in the presidency. They, until they put the real communist in the presidency. So you're, what you're saying is the basically these protests are being there is a complete agenda and a goal for these protests where yes. they're they're using the people, their pain, their suffering, their anger, their emotion, and they're exactly. using the people. They're getting them riled up. They're taking exactly. the streets to really, at the end of the day, overthrow the current government in Colombia to put in these communists and to basically to implement what happened in Venezuela. Exactly is now happen with exactly. happen in Colombia. So I was talking to you about Chile, right? Because of their molecular revolution right. and all that. But also because Venezuela, Venezuela is like the cancer and Cuba. Cuba and Venezuela are the cancer of all Latin America. They are the biggest cancer of all. Wow. Because they are sending people, armed people. And I told you before that we cannot uh, own guns in this country. That's a very bad thing because the citizens don't have the right to own guns. I mean, I can do it, but it's like, uh, it's so expensive and I have to have a lot of paperwork. And I mean, it's impossible to get a gun. Yep. So the Venezuelan government is sending people with guns to destroy <laughs> the city. Wow. So they are like, um, they are paying 70,000 70, pesos. That's like, um, pesos is like uh, $20. Like $20, $25. They are paying $25 each person every day to go and be part of the Pacific protest, right? To go right. and be part of the Pacific protest. And destroy everything. So they are destroying businesses. They are uh, not letting all the 
the food trucks that are bringing our food to pass the to yeah, go block, around they're, they're exactly they are the blocking the- exactly they are blocking all the all the streets and all that so and they are destroying businesses exactly the same what is what would happen in in the United States with BLM the yeah. same and what happened in Chile the same the thing is that in Chile that's why at the beginning I was telling you about the importance of Christianity uh, in Chile it's not I mean there's not a lot of people that are Christian and the the right the people from the right wing are like they don't care you know so wow. but here in Colombia and I have to say that it's part of it's a little bit thanks to Albert Uribe to Uribe to the president from 2002 to 2000, 2010 we have um, there's a lot of right wing people politicians not but people because of Christianity and because of those wow. values so actually in Colombia there's a lot of people that really want to protect and and believes in capitalism and believes in free markets and wants to lower the taxes that's why everybody was upset with the reform and that's why wow. even myself I was upset of the reform and I and at first I was like hey yeah let's go to protest of course I didn't go to protest because it's not safe but but I was going to do it and then I realized hey you know Isabella, like, come on, <laughs> like, don't, yeah. just, don't be so naive. Uh, Petro is the wow. one who's promoting the, the, the protest. So, so the thing is that Maduro and the government of Venezuela and Cuba and all these big, ah, oh, it's just because they're so powerful. So wow. they are sending people in, in Colombia. And they also, back in 2019, they sent people they they sent Venezuelans and Venezuelans armed Venezuelans to destroy uh, the country to destroy wow. uh, the metro and the transport system and to do a lot of stuff and they are also sending people here in Colombia so so it's very confusing because you have uh, Pacific people protesting and dancing and doing these things and thinking that they are doing a good thing right when in reality they are allowing that these bad protest people come to the Pacific protest and start destroying everything. Wow. So the fact is that when you have these people that are uh, camouflado, how do you say that? But they are mixed with the Pacific people, with the good people, the good Colombian people that are protesting. Uh, You have the police that cannot do anything because they cannot identify them. Who is so, of course, if they are mixed with, I mean, it's like Antifa, right? So you have right. Antifa, some people from Antifa goes to a protest, that goes to a peaceful protest, and everybody's saying, no, this is a peaceful protest. But then yeah. you have somebody from Antifa who is, like, destroying the city, right? But wow. the police cannot do anything because they are part of the peaceful protest. So the people who are in the peaceful protest are allowing... That, yeah, this is uh, the same thing this, that happened in the States. This it's is the same. Ex- it's exactly it's the, the exact same. same that's happened in the States in Portland and Seattle. We've seen it all over our exactly. country. The question is, who is funding this? Who is pushing this? And, and Venezuela. I love what you, I, uh, Venezuela. And I love what you said. Like, at first, when they introduced this tax reform bill, you were like, you were, you were mad. You were angry. You're like, no, I'm going to go protest. And then you caught yourself. And you're like, wait, don't be so naive. And this, this is the thing. The, the real question is, what and what's going to happen? Like, I mean, what do, what do you see happening here? Because the our, our people are destroying their own 
towns. They're destroying the cities. What the media is telling us is that the police in Colombia are killing civilians. No. That is no. that is what. That's not true. That's not true. It's like it's law and order. I mean, if they don't attack you, most of them, of course, there's bad cops everywhere. I mean, in every country, there's bad cops. Right. But if you attack them, well, they have to respond. Or right. if they, if you go and destroy a, a street or destroy a business, well, they have to respond. And that's that's what they are doing. So, of course, you have the same tactic in the United States. You have George Floyd, and here we have Lucas, a, a guy that just recently died in the peaceful project. But why he died? Well, because he was in the middle of something that is completely violent and is not going to do anything good. And of course, you have this case and everybody is like, this is like putting gasoline to the flame. You know, right. this is like the perfect debt for the, the Petro and for this radical left to... To say, hey, you see, you see, they are killing us. And now all the celebrities are saying, yes, they're killing us. No, they're not killing us. We are destroying ourselves. We, wow. we are destroying ourselves. Because we, uh, and, and recent, I mean, like two days ago or yesterday, no, yeah, two days ago on, on Thursday, they, um, they uh, put a flame in uh, Kai, that's like where in a police station, in a police station, yep. where inside there were poli- po- uh, police, I mean, uh, where the inside there were cops and they put, they set the place on fire with the cops inside. I mean, this is set really? the place, yeah, in Thursday, they set the place on fire, the, the police station on fire with cops inside. They did that. And so you think police, that so that is you think that that is peaceful protests or peaceful Colombians? No, of course there are Colombians in there, but of course, most of them are Venezuelans, paid by the Venezuelan government to do that. This is this is like this. None of this is being explained in the media. The media is not. No. All the media is saying is that. The police and the government of Colombia is killing their own no. citizens. No, no one is saying this. So, I mean, are the media behind this as well? Like, why is the media? Why is? Why won't okay. the media tell the truth on this? Do you, or does okay. do you think the media knows? Okay, so as you have CNN in the United States, well, we have RCN. RCN. <laughs> That's yeah. And we have Caracol, and we have a lot of media. Most of them are with the left and um they are paid the thing is that there's i mean since i told you before in the at the beginning of the podcast i told you hey colombia is a very complex country it is very complex because you also have big magnates big um like you have like these jeff bezos in colombia in colombia we have like a jeff bezos and like a a bill gates we have like this kind of people and yep. this, these two are like three people that have like a, the the most wealth, the most wealthiest the in the country. The richest people of Colombia. The most richest people in the country. So these people, of course, they paid politicians, and of course, they paid um, the media. So yeah. it's like in the United States. I mean, if if Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, well, like. You know, and if uh, it's like it's the same. I mean, they owned this. They media. control the narrative. They control what the they media control says. The narrative. Where do you think this ends? I mean, what? 
where do you think this goes? What do you think, like one, are the protests still going on today? Um, and do you think the people are starting to catch on or do you think that they're just, they're still buying what the media is pushing? I mean, not all the people are catching up. That's why the Christianity, people laugh at this, but no, it matters. I mean, since you have a lot of people that are very conservative in this country, very conservative in all terms, you know, in God and, 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 and economic, right? Right. So you have a lot of people that are against this, but we are silenced. Look at the hashtags. I mean, even if you try to put a, uh, to say, hey, stop this, look what you're doing. So, but the thing is that people are buying, there's a lot of people buying to the narrative and say, yes, we are fighting for our rights and we are fighting to get a better future. And, uh, and, and you can be... I mean, when I saw a lot of, I've seen a lot of videos of very awesome protests and people dancing and, and all that. And you say, and it's so hard to, to not be fooled by that. You know, right. it's so hard to not be fooled by that because like you're seeing it and you're saying, oh my God, no, we have to, pro- well, and, you have and, to protect them. And, and at the same time, a lot of the people that are, that are out there dancing and peacefully, they're, they're probably out there for the right, they're out there for the right reasons. They exactly. are. Exactly. But they don't re- what they don't realize but is they that they're know. they're in a they're a pawn in a game of chess. They don't know because they've been being being, being brainwashed. Right. Like the same thing in the United States. That's why this is all about mentality, and this is all about um, uh, this narrative. That because I'm I'm just so overwhelmed by the talent that the left has in ter- in terms of marketing. Right. Like oh my god, they, they're just insanely good at marketing and so it's so hard because everybody's telling you lies so and nobody's telling the truth and when i tell the truth i'm the crazy person right so why why should you listen to isabella i mean why she's nobody and we we were gonna originally we were originally gonna do this on instagram live um but you know even you you said that you were afraid of your safety because of Cancel culture in Colombia, is, as you would say, is completely different than cancel culture in the States, where in the States you lose your Instagram account, you lose your Twitter account, and in Colombia you can be killed. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, I mean, you guys, I'm sorry, but you guys are like uh, talking about, um, I don't know, Dr. Seuss, and you're canceling it on Jemima, and you're talking about stupid things and nobody cares. And here uh, we are talking about really I mean, like really dangerous things. So right. it's not the same castle culture. But the thing is that um, here in this country, well, yeah, there's a lot of conservatives. There's a lot. But since everybody's lying and everybody's buying to the lie. Um, They're well, being very successful. It, yeah, they've been very successful. So everybody, there's a lot of people who are conservative and who are Christians who are also supporting this protest. And, but of course, there's a lot of, like me, who are not supporting it. But the thing is that I don't know how it's going to end. I mean, this is not going to end until the left puts Petro in the presidency, the, the radical left in the presidency. Wow. So, and that, you have to add that, the fact that people think that we are governed by a far right and we are actually governed by moderate left Moderate that's left. our that's our actual co- uh, government. Ivan Duque is moderate left, and they want 
to put a radical left Venezuela. Who That guy wants to print money like in Venezuela. He wants to print money. So I don't think this is going to end until they succeed to take down uh, the moderate left that they think is a right wing and put the radical left in the, in the government. So that is going to conclude the first episode of the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. Isabella, I want to thank you for taking the time to share what the media is not showing. On the next episode, we're going to have Ross the Boss on. So make sure you guys share and subscribe to the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast.